This is the Black and Blue Report presented by ABC Insurance Agencies, a better choice for insurance. Now from Studio B or wherever the Saints or Pelicans might be, here's Sean Kelly. Hello again and welcome into the Black and Blue Report, the podcast for Saints and Pelicans fans. Welcome to the all-star edition of our podcast as we come to you from the Smoothie King Center in downtown New Orleans on this Thursday, the site this weekend for NBA All-Star 2017. We have two great All-Star guests for you today to talk about the weekend upcoming. But first, the Pelicans get a huge win last night over the Memphis Grizzlies and won for just the second time this season while scoring under 100 points. Completed a fantastic road trip for New Orleans as they won three of four out west. And for the first time in almost seven years, the Pelicans won three on a four-game trip and find themselves squarely in the hunt for the eighth seed for the Western Conference playoffs here after the All-Star break, resuming on Thursday against the Houston Rockets. Big shout-out to Solomon Hill. He was the star of the game, and Alexia Jensa shined in his best game of the season as well. Anthony Davis hit a clutch shot late, and the Pelicans again take down the Memphis Grizzlies, ending a seven-game losing streak to our friends up north on the river. Now, back to All-Star. Two great guests today, and for our conversations, we'll turn to Cassidy Hubberth, who visited this week with Daniel Salerson. Cassidy is an NBA reporter and, of course, personality for ESPN. She'll be working the Celebrity Game this weekend, one of the many events available to you to view as a fan if you're going to be in the New Orleans area. And then, our lead guest today, Mark Kestisher is the lead voice for the NBA on ESPN Radio. And while he's covered almost two dozen All-Star games. This year will be his first calling the play-by-play of Sunday's big event. He'll also be on the microphone for ESPN Radio for All-Star Saturday night and for the BBVA Compass Rising Stars Challenge. Two great All-Star conversations to help us get ready for a busy weekend in New Orleans. Mark Kestisher from NBA on ESPN Radio and Cassidy Hubbard with our own Daniel Salerson after these messages. We all know Saints fans are humble, hardworking, likable, and the most devoted fans in the league. All of that takes energy. The energy you get from a warm bowl of Campbell's Chunky Soup. Its meaty goodness fuels the greatness of Saints fans everywhere. Try the delicious Chunky Chicken and Sausage Gumbo. Just visit your local supermarket and ask for Campbell's Chunky Soup, the hearty way to fuel your game, and the official soup of the New Orleans Saints. Hey, New Orleans, the world's biggest party just got even bigger because NBA All-Star 2017 is coming to the Big Easy. You know about the big game on Sunday, but there's a whole weekend of fun starting Friday night. Come check out the BBVA Compass Rising Stars Challenge and the Celebrity Game. Then the D-League All-Star Game on Saturday. Even watch the best athletes in the world get ready at All-Star practice. Tickets start at just $10. Don't miss out. Visit NBATickets.com now. What's up, Pelican fans? This is Anthony Mackey, a shorter, talented version of Anthony Davis, and you are listening to the Black and Blue Report. Go Pelicans. Mark Kestisher is the lead voice of the NBA on ESPN Radio. He will be a pretty much a part-time resident of New Orleans over the next four or five days as he heads to the Big Easy for NBA All-Star Weekend. He'll be on the call for the events Friday night, Saturday night, and Sunday night, and he's kind enough to join us here before he heads down south. Mark, I know it'll be warmer for you in New Orleans. Hopefully, maybe exciting too. 
Yeah, I'm looking forward to it, Sean. It's like my February home away from home. I think this is, what, third time in the last nine years, second time in the last three uh, that we go to New Orleans for the uh, the quote-unquote mid-season break. I think we're at the two-thirds break uh, this year, but always looking forward to it. Great city, fun people, great times, and I'll be a little closer to the action this time. Usually I'm up in the studio, way up in the rafters, and I got invited down uh, to courtside this year. So I look forward to that. Congratulations. You have to be excited about your new role, uh, especially on a weekend like this where everybody's going to be listening. Yeah, it's going to be fun. You know what? I'm, I, I did the uh, Rising Stars Challenge, the first and second-year players two years ago in Brooklyn, Kevin Calabro. Uh, was doing a Thursday night game for us and couldn't get there in time. So that was kind of my entree to it. Uh, I'm excited about Saturday night. I love the skills challenge. I love the three-point contest. I can't keep up with uh, – Calabro was a master of the slam dunk contest. So I've never called a slam dunk contest. This should be very interesting. And then, of course, uh, my oxygen tank is ready for uh, about – I don't know, what are we going to have, upwards of 350 to 375 points at the All-Star game on Sunday night. So it'll be a lot of fun. No doubt. Mark, tell me what it would be like to try and describe dunk after dunk after dunk when no one else can see it. You know what? I was always amazed at Jim Durham, at um, Kevin Calabro. I don't know if they got any advance warning on it. I've been talking to league officials the last two weeks. Can I get in and see the guys practice? I think they go through a workout uh, for the league on uh, Thursday night. So I'm hoping to sneak in, but I know they've always said they want the talent to just be uh, wowed and awed and uh, have it, you know, just uh, be so sudden and in the moment that they don't want you to know what's happening. So my vocabulary is limited to about the same 60 words that I write over and over uh, for the last 25, 30 years. So I'm going to lean on John Barry to, uh, you know, give me a lot of oohs and ahs, go crazy. I will try to find the right words. I remember Aaron Gordon and Zach Levine last year and I have no idea how Calabro kept up with it, with the inventive stuff they're going that they went through last year. So uh, I'm just hoping it comes to me, Sean, when I need it. Is the dunk contest your favorite part of All-Star Saturday night? <laughs> you know, it was always my least favorite. Uh, last year was a lot of fun up in Toronto. Uh, that was kind of unexpected. I think we knew Zach Levine, freakish athlete. He'd won the year before. You know, what else does he have? Well, he he brought a ton of great stuff. Aaron Gordon was a big surprise last year. We all knew his athleticism. I didn't think we realized uh, what a good dunker and inventive dunker uh, he was. You know, this year we have uh, Aaron back, uh, but, you know, some of the other guys, you know, you've got a a really uh, big guy in uh, DeAndre Jordan, who, you know, is a seven-footer, generally the big guys, you know, you don't get those uh, crazy ooh-and-ah athletic dunks. So I'm interested, you know, to see what he's going to be uh, to the program. And uh, and they've got this kid from the D-League who uh, supposedly is, uh, you know, the new, uh, the new Zach Levine, if you will, a guy who's going to come in and just wow us with his dunks. So I'm looking forward uh, uh, to, to seeing him go after it. Uh, his name is uh, Derek Jones from Phoenix. For those who haven't paid attention to the Suns, I think he's mainly been in the D-League this year. I went online and uh, YouTube some of his dunks, and uh, they are filthy. I have no idea what he's going to do, but he's going to open some eyes on Saturday night. 
Mark, they call him airplane mode, and in warm-ups in the Pelicans game versus the Suns on Monday night, he did one during warm-ups that could be used in the final final round of the dunk contest. I, to me, he might be the sleeper in all this. I think you're right. I mean, look, uh, I, I think we expect Aaron Gordon to bring some stuff back. Uh, I don't know about Glenn Robinson. I'm sure he's a, a fine dunker. I saw he went on social media last week and was asking fans uh, what kind of dunks they'd like to see. So uh, I don't know if uh, he's just uh, playing possum with that. Again, DeAndre Jordan, I know he's great off the lob. I have no idea uh, what he does as far as dunk contest material and uh, the stuff that uh, I've seen the clips of this Derek Jones guy. I think for sure uh, he's the sleeper, and hopefully the stage isn't too big. Can you imagine a guy who barely's got any action uh, in the NBA is going to be there center stage with all the entertainers and the the biggest of the all stars uh, sit in front row to watch him work? Yeah, I agree. It'll be something to watch. Uh, certainly, uh, that can be evaluated at the onset, probably. Hey, on Sunday, Mark, when you look at the two all star rosters, what are the first things that come to mind? Well, uh, you know, for the West, uh, what comes to mind is I don't know, you know, how they lose when you have four-fifths of the best team uh, in the NBA uh, in their starting lineup. Uh, what also comes to mind is who's going to be the fifth guy when Steve Kerr decides to play all his Warriors at the same time, and wouldn't it be tasty if it was Russell Westbrook? I was uh, in Oklahoma City on Saturday, so I was there uh, kind of firsthand to, to see all the vitriol that was thrown at Kevin Durant, and even more so, uh, to see Westbrook and Durant, you know, kind of jaw at it, you know, it was really Westbrook kind of starting the whole thing to, uh, you know, let him know that he was in the game and he was coming after him, and there's no love loss between those two. So those are those are my first, uh, the first two things I think about are all the Warriors and who's going to be the fifth guy uh, when Steve Kerr puts out four fifths of his starting lineup out there. On the eastern side, there's probably names that. The New Orleans folks are maybe not quite as familiar with just because of the different conference, uh, and and there you know there's a few guys that they're not all stars at least this time around. So, uh, what about the East? You know the East is I was going to say the East is strange because you have LeBron James and a bunch of young guys, but when you look at the West, you know outside of Kevin Durant, they're all young too. It's a real changing of the guard uh, in the NBA with some of the young guys, and uh, I think the Greek freak Giannis Antetokounmpo from uh, the Milwaukee Bucks, I'm sure fans in New Orleans are familiar with, you know, what he's been doing in the league this year. I think we're looking forward to seeing him, uh, you know, for the first time this year. And then some of the little guys. I mean, John Wall has had an incredible season, incredible comeback from uh, his double knee um, surgeries that he had in the off season. Isaiah Thomas, Mr. Fourth Quarter in Boston. This will be his second All-Star game. And, uh, and Kemba Walker getting into it for the first time. Uh, from uh, from Charlotte, so I think uh, I think LeBron, the Greek freak, and all the little guards, you know, are, are kind of the headliners uh, from the Eastern Conference this year. In your experience with the All Star Game itself, have you ever had an idea of who may emerge as the MVP, or has it surprised you each time around? I think, in general terms, it always feels like the guy who uh, you know maybe he's the hometown guy. You know they're gonna they're gonna feed him early, and obviously you know New Orleans has one of the the greatest players uh, you know in the NBA right now going in Anthony Davis. So we could see them kind of pushing him early, and then usually around halftime 
or in the third quarter there might be a guy who's piling up some points. I think the last couple of years it's been Russell Westbrook. I know uh, I don't know if it was last year, but two years ago in New York at Madison Square Garden, you know he had a chance to break Wilt Chamberlain's uh, record, which I believe is 42 for an All Star game. So then he got the feeling they were pushing for him, and he did win the last two uh, All Star game MVPs. Um, and then, of course, you know, in the fourth quarter, if you got a game in single digits, that's when you might actually get a game over the last five minutes. But look for early on who guys are um, who guys are pushing early. The hometown guy in uh, AD, and then you know who's got the big points uh, midway through the third quarter. That those those might be uh, the little tells of who might end up being the uh, All Star Game MVP. Oh, good tip, good tip. Mark Kestis here from ESPN Radio with us. Mark, one last thing here. You've been to enough of these all-star games in, in the various venues to maybe be qualified to answer this question as good as anyone else. When it comes to all-star in New Orleans, is there anything uniquely different about that city and, and that venue, say, than what we've seen at other all-star weekends? Well, I think, you know, for those of us who don't live in New Orleans, uh, you know, just to be around the music the food, uh, the French Quarter, you know, it's happening right around Mardi Gras time in February, and there's a different vibe just from a city. It's, it's such a unique city and a wonderful city that, um, you know, that's, that's, that's the big thing. The interesting part is, again, feeling like it's almost like home. We've been there so many times over the last decade and especially over the last three years that, um, you know, you really, there's a, to those of us who've been going every year, and I think this is my 13th All-Star game, outside of the two I've done in Los Angeles, this is going to be, you know, the, the place I've gone to the most. And, and what's even more interesting for me is the first time, you know, it wasn't too long after Hurricane Katrina, so it was a lot about the service for the players giving back, going to the areas that were being rebuilt. And then we came back and saw all the, the places that had come back and the parts of the city that were much more vibrant than they'd been the first time we were there. And now we get to come back one more time and, and enjoy it uh, all over again. So it's, uh, it's unique. It's different. I think if you love uh, food and music and basketball, it's the epicenter this weekend. And uh, it's, it's definitely the place to be. I can't wait. I, I'm so thrilled that the New Orleans uh... – City, uh, you know, all of the, the, I guess the fathers of the city or the, the movers and shakers have been able to, to make this happen in such a short amount of time. And I know you'll have a great time this weekend. We're going to love seeing you, Mark. And uh, I hope that your visit goes very, very well. I expect it to go well. And uh, hopefully we can catch up, Sean, uh, in New Orleans and have a good time. And hope everybody that either has tickets to the game or can get to some of the side stuff that's going on. There's all kinds of fun basketball current players, former legends. Even if you don't have tickets to the game, I've had friends who come almost every year, and uh, there's always something for everyone. It's a, it's a ton of fun. It's a, it's a great showcase uh, for my favorite sport, so I can't wait. Can't wait to see you, Sean. Nope. All right, sounds good. Mark Kestesher with a great tip there at the end to take advantage of this very special event. Mark Kestesher can be heard on ESPN Radio Friday, Saturday, and Sunday nights on ESPN Radio affiliate near you or on the ESPN We're back after this. The New Orleans Pelicans have the perfect way for you to win the night with your bud by scoring the Guys Night Out ticket package presented by Coors Light. 
Packages are available for select Pelicans home games throughout the season and include two tickets and four Coors Light beers, plus two collectible pint glasses, all for as low as $50. Win the night with the next Guys Night Out on Thursday, February 23rd against the Houston Rockets. Visit pelicans.com to plan your Guys Night Out today. Are you ready for a new challenge? Set your goal and go for it with the Smoothie King Change a Meal Challenge. Just change one meal a day with over 20 delicious meal replacement smoothies, all under 400 calories per 20-ounce cup, and sip your way to your goal weight. With flavors like pineapple mango, strawberry blueberry, dark chocolate banana, and more, it's easier than ever to reach for your goal. Take the Change a Meal Challenge, only at Smoothie King. Smoothies with a purpose. Take the challenge as part of a low-calorie diet and daily exercise program. Weight loss depends on individual needs. We call it No Appointment Radio. You're listening to the Black and Blue Report. Welcome back to the Black and Blue Report. I'm Cassie Calvert, and today I am joined by Cassie Hubbard, host and reporter for ESPN on NBA and college football coverage. And you'll see her this weekend serving as a sideline reporter for the Celebrity Game on ESPN from New Orleans on Friday. Cassidy, welcome to the Black and Blue Report. Thank you for having me. I'm excited to... uh make my maiden voyage to your city. So it is your first time to New Orleans, I was going to ask. It is, it is. I can't believe it that I've never been, but um, no better time than to start for an All-Star weekend. So what are you most looking forward to in All-Star? I know it's a, or in New Orleans, I know it's a working trip, but is there anything you're hoping to squeeze in while you're here? I mean... I, I hope to be in a food coma like every night because <laughs> everyone says, That's you know, the eating is uh, like you can't compare anything to New Orleans cuisine. So um, I am looking forward to it because I have a couple of colleagues who grew up in New Orleans and uh, they're going to show me the spot. You really can't go wrong in New Orleans as far as the food. So you're, I'm sure you're in good yeah. hands. <laughs> So heading into the excited. yeah heading into the celebrity game this weekend, how is your preparation like different for a game like this? Obviously, a little, little bit of a lighter tone. How does that work? Yeah. Well, actually, the thing about it is, is like yeah, we have a lot of celebrities playing in the game, but what what we find out is that we we tend to get a lot of a lot of all stars and players um, uh, attend the game, so. Uh, that, that to me is really like my job is to find and set up those, you know, um, interviews with some of the players who may be coming there to watch and who, some other celebrities that are in attendance watching the game and interview them. I mean, granted, like I should know what's going on with our roster, but, um, it's like, it, the, it's the game within the game. Within the game. So, like, you know, this whole weekend is just, you know, seen and be seen. So many different personalities, so many different entertainers, and then obviously all of the um, top players in the game coming together. So, um, you know, it's a little bit of, like, trying to make sure I'm sticking with the fun, light mentality, but, you know, we're at the mid-season point. So if I, you know, say get Kyle Lowry, who's one of our um, – our guest coaches, you know, ask him how, how does he like the trade for Serge Ibaka, and um, you know, does 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 he think it's going to help fix their fourth quarter woes? Like, it's pretty much I have to make sure I'm preparing for 
the big storylines at the halfway point or past the halfway point in the league while also making sure that, you know, I take advantage of interviewing Master P or Nick Cannon. So it, it's fun. It's definitely fun. So you're setting the scene, the context around the game, as well as covering the actual game. So there's a lot going on there. Correct. A lot going on. A lot going on. So you mentioned that Kyle Lowry will be one of the coaches. Obviously, the coaching staffs are headed by Michael Smith and Jamel Hill, who just debuted their mm-hmm. show, their new show on ESPN. Between Michael and Jamel, who do you think is going to be the better coach? Oh, man. See, Jamel's way more laid back than, than Michael. Mm-hmm. Michael, so, it, like, it, it depends, you know, on, uh, it, like, who do you think is going to – have the better strategy. I think my money's on Janelle because I think Michael, I'm very, I think Michael's going to overthink it <laughs> and, uh, you know, get really intense. Like he, he already told me he's going to go all Greg Kosovich on me in my, uh, my, you know, uh, in-game interview with him. So, you know, that, that's where I'm like, okay, if you're going to take it that, if you're going to take that approach, even though Pop's, you know, the best in the game, then I don't know. I think, I just think, Jamel's like the, I think Jamel's going to have something up her sleeve. But that, that's going to be really fun for them. You know, they, they, it's an exciting time since they've launched the, the, the six. And um, they're, they're used to going, battling with each other on a daily basis. So I think they're pretty hyped to, uh, to coach. Yeah, Michael's joined by Draymond Green for the West. That is an intimidating coaching staff to me. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. We better have that huddle mic'd up. I don't know who's <laughs> going to be more hot-headed. My, my, my guess is it's going to be Michael. I think Michael's going to want to lose his cool. I think Draymond's going to realize it's all fun. I think Michael's taking this really seriously, like this is the NBA Finals. So he's not going to defer to Draymond, you don't think? So it'll be, actually be Michael versus Jamel for the coaching staffs then? Yeah. I, <laughs> I don't think Michael's going to defer to anybody. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. So if you had to, yeah. going into the game, if you had to pick an MVP off of these rosters, I know Kevin Hart's no longer going to be playing after his retirement, but who do you think out of these rosters has the potential to steal that MVP award? Mmm, man. You know, Master P, because uh, mm. he, yeah, he has some, um, he played in some training camps with a couple teams. Like, he, he, he definitely has skills, and so does his son who, uh, who played collegiate basketball. Um, Lil Romeo, or I think he just goes by Romeo now. Um, I, I, I also think, you, you, like, you can't deny the former NBA players. I don't know if they, I think I think Jason Williams, White Chocolate, would probably could be like that exception that people would vote for him as MVP. Because in the past, I don't think people voted for like the former NBA players that are playing. Because like, right, you used to play in the NBA. But I think like I think Jason Williams has something that you know people are they just love him, and I think people you know want to see him play and are excited that he's out there. That um. He could get some votes. He could, he could be a, he could be someone that people kind of give a pass. Um, cause usually they give it to, uh, you know, some, some actor or Kevin Hart really who's taking so many of the MVP awards. So those are the, probably my three, my three front runners right now. 
I would think Candace Parker might go out there and put on a little bit of a show too. Oh, no doubt. But you got to also, you also got to keep in mind, like it's a popularity contest. This is true. So Candace mm-hmm. Parker's going to ball out, but <laughs> will it, will she get enough uh, fan votes? We'll do you, see. Do you think one of the teams has like an edge based on the rosters? I think they're pretty even. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I just, I think they're pretty even. I mean, there's like people like I don't know how good of a basketball player Andy Grammer is. Um, <laughs> so you know, I, I would like when you look at the owner situation, like the Bucks owner Mark Lazary, like he he played college basketball. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I think it's. I would say it's pretty even due to my lack of knowledge of <laughs> everyone's basketball skills. There's not really like a scouting tape you can pull up on Andy Grammer or some of these guys. No, no. <laughs> well, Cassidy, no, thank you so all. much for joining me today. I really appreciate it. I hope you enjoy your time in New Orleans and everyone can catch this game at 7 p.m. on ESPN from the Mercedes-Benz Superdome on Friday night. We're looking forward to it. Oh, awesome. Thank you so much for having me. Auctioner believes the best way to predict the future is to invent it. Here, our doctors and staff are changing lives day after day. Every week, I'm operating on babies who are days old with hearts smaller than walnuts. We're giving these kids a life they wouldn't otherwise have, a chance to grow up. Sometimes, cancer patients come who were told they were out of options. But Auctioner has the most clinical trials in the state. It's amazing to be able to give second chances. We're always a step ahead, even with simple things, like getting you in to see a doctor today versus a week from now, so what you have doesn't become something bigger. It makes a difference. Every day, Auctioner is creating a better future by looking forward and thinking differently to find life-changing solutions. That's healthcare with peace of mind. Appointments are available today. Call 866-AUCTIONER or visit auctioner.org. It's time to win the night with family and friends with your New Orleans Pelicans. New season ticket holders coming on board for the 2017-18 season will get their next three games on us, including free beer and pre-game warm-up access with the team. This offer is only good through March 3rd, so call 504-525-HOOP or visit pelicans.com today and win the night. We all know Saints fans are humble, hardworking, likable, and the most devoted fans in the league. All of that takes energy. The energy you get from a warm bowl of Campbell's Chunky Soup. Its meaty goodness fuels the greatness of Saints fans everywhere. Try the delicious Chunky Chicken and Sausage Gumbo. Just visit your local Winn-Dixie and ask for Campbell's Chunky Soup. The hearty way to fuel your game. And the official soup of the New Orleans Saints. He must be a big deal since he's verified on Twitter. He's Sean Kelly, and this is the Black and Blue Report. Well, after today's podcast, we're taking a break. Our all-star break will take us until next Wednesday when we'll rejoin you from Studio B in New Orleans at the headquarters of the Saints and the Pelicans. I hope you have a great weekend, and I hope you're able to enjoy, of course, a little Mardi Gras, but for sure, NBA All-Star 2017 at the Smoothie King Center in the Mercedes-Benz Superdome in downtown New Orleans. So many events 
going on this weekend start Friday. And, of course, you can get tickets at NBATickets.com. Some are as low as $10. NBA All-Star Practice, of course, the D-League All-Star Game, the Rising Stars Challenge, all those events, again, surrounding uh, the Big Two. All-Star Saturday night and then the NBA All-Star Game on Sunday night to wrap up the third All-Star visit here from the NBA to the city of New Orleans. Big thanks to our guest today, Cassidy Hubbard, and, of course, Mark Kestisher. Thanks again, as always, to Daniel Salerson. So, until next Wednesday on the Black and Blue Report, enjoy All-Star. Happy Mardi Gras, everybody. Go Saints and go Pelicans. I'm Sean Kelly. Thanks for listening to this edition of the Black and Blue Report, presented by ABC Insurance Agencies. A better choice for insurance. If all goes well, we'll be back next week. Tune in each weekday at noon central or at your convenience exclusively online at pelicans.com and neworleansaints.com. Follow your teams direct from the source. The Black and Blue Report.